Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 371 of the Drop Treasure Podcast. I'm your host, always, I'm Tyler, and joining me with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? I feel fucking good, dude. Oh, wow. <laughs> Damn. Man, I'll tell you what, this week has been nice. First full week at the new workplace. Doing pretty well, I'm enjoying myself, and to be quite honest with you, I've been having a lot of friggin' energy for some reason. I'm not too sure whether or not, like, uh, change of diet or bits of exercise or whatsoever, but... For the first time in a while, I feel pretty freaking good. <laughs> That's good. But uh, other than that, though, I've just been working all week. I haven't had too much time to invest in a lot of gaming stuff, but what I have played this week has been... I felt meaningful in that regard, so nothing really crazy or extravagant. However, I have been looking into like Pokemon stats hmm. for Red and Blue because I was legitimately curious... Like, legitimately curious. After I went through my solo run with Chikorita, I just said, okay, who's one of the weakest Pokemon in regards to stat-wise for the old Pokemon games? So, of course, I go on to Cerebi.net. I check <laughs> out the Pokedex. Go through this little tab called Stats, like, Full Stats or whatever the hell it is. And right at the bottom, right at the bottom was a Pokemon that kind of surprised me. Weedle. <laughs> in Generation 1, Weedle is considered statistically the worst Pokemon in Red blue, red and Blue. What's hilarious about it? It only can learn two moves. It cannot learn any technical machine moves. It cannot learn anything through level up. It only has Poison Sting and String Shot. Poison Sting is like a... I want to say like a base 30... a face, Like a base 30 power move or something. Poison Sting in that regards, but uh, I don't know, I was just really curious I've been watching a whole bunch of solo runs on YouTube because honestly, the thought about it just fascinates me I'm not one of those type of people that want to go through a nuzlocke of a Pokemon game where I choose a Pokemon of a specific place where I'm going to, and once it fades, it dies and whatever the type of crap, because honestly I'd rather have it controlled through my own element I'd rather do it a different way that I feel more comfortable with. And so these solo runs, these solo runs are really fascinating to me. Like, you could take, like, a Pikachu inside of, say, Pokemon Yellow, not capture any other types of Pokemon to use on your team, and you can steamroll through the game. Granted, it's a lot more difficult, because you have to keep in mind of certain trainers that use ground types and whatever. But, uh, yeah, I've been looking into stuff like that. But, uh, uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty well. How have you been doing, Tyler? Doing okay. You know, same old, same old. Just, you know, clanging and banging as always. Uh, had the, uh, spent a little too much time in the news this week. So that was, uh, get, it, was, it almost got to me, Gable. It almost got to me. All the news and like, everything? Yeah. I was, like, almost, like, 2015, Tyler, on, on, on Twitter and Facebook, like, getting mad. Just reading about people being stupid, not wearing a mask, and... You hear all the shit about going on, and Disney World's opening up, and going to the store, and you know, I'm wearing a mask, and there's, you know, eight out of ten people aren't wearing a mask. It's just, uh, anyways, it is crazy. Almost, but Tyler, got you there gotta, again. but Tyler, you got to remember, man, you got to take your breaks from social media in oh, yeah. that regards. We all know yeah. the world's crazy. It's not going to change on a dime tomorrow, but at the same time. If you're constantly looking at things like Twitter and Facebook, you're going to get fucking depressed. You're going to yeah, get oh, burnt out. 
<laughs> yeah, or and, and I'm aware. Like I'm, pr- I've been pretty good about it for you know about five years about getting on there and get, but it's like you know like on, you go on like Wikipedia look up somebody. It's uh-huh. like oh whatever happened to this person and you go look up this and then it leads you down like you're looking up I don't know fucking some director from a movie you liked from the 90s like what did this guy do since then what's the director <laughs> Ace Ventura done in the last 30 years and you look going and look and then the next thing you know you're looking up freaking uh, uh, Emmett Smith for stats or you're uh, like <laughs> you know some like stupid thing <laughs> Emmett like, Smith stats yeah oh my you, god you, you ever done that like two hours go by and you're like looking up completely something completely different random like I've done like, that a lot honestly and yeah, that has mostly I've been lost... because of stupid shit that I think about anyway. Yeah, but it's just like, you know, they, they get you, you know? It's just like, oh man, this, this is highlighted right there. I gotta click on see what, what the fuck I'm like. And then like, next thing you know, you're fucking looking up Emmett Smith's stats from 1998 <laughs> season. You, you know what I mean? But we've all been there. There's no shame in it. We've all done it. But it's just right. kind of one of those things where you like, you're just, you're looking on something on Twitter and you, you see something and then you, you like, I made the mistake of reading the comments and then I click on something else. And then like someone retweeted this thing, and like like an hour goes by, and I'm like I'm just, I'm just, like getting mad, but um, no, I'm doing okay. But it was it was a uh, I was close, I was close. But <laughs> maybe something more baffling and infuriating happened this week, Gables. And what's that? You went to school, right? Yeah. Okay. When at school lunches, you had Smokey's mashed potato day, right? Smokey's mashed potato day. Like Smokey Links and the mashed potatoes. Oh. Smoky links, I remember having, but maybe not as yeah. mashed potatoes. But what the, what the fuck, dude? dude I kid you not. <laughs> Long story short, Gables in middle school started migrating to box lunches because of the fact that he found a fucking fingernail inside one of his hamburgers when he was eating it as a freaking when he was twelve years old. You bring it up to the freaking person at the cafeteria and stuff, and he looks at him and laughs like, "Oh, hey, it's a hoof." Real huh. story. Okay. <laughs> And ever since then, ever since then, man, it's like my mom always made my lunches, even in freaking high school. I'm like, oh, you know, mom, you don't have to do with those. No, I gotta make sure you don't have any fingernails in your food today. All right, two things, two things. What? Um, I, we're 371 episodes in this podcast, over seven years of doing this. Yeah, we've had countless conversations on this, on off this podcast. I'm just not hearing this story, and also <laughs> the fact that your your mom is is one of uh, Marge's sisters from Simpsons. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you what, man, my mind goes to all sorts of crazy shit whenever certain situations pop up. Man, I got so many fucking stories of, like, my past, and it's just, and it, and this is just one of those moments where it just randomly popped, though, but for my mom, I always, I always gave my mom, like, uh, a voice, you know, kind of like, well, now I give her kind of like a little elderly voice, <laughs> I know, that's nice. Yeah. Gabe, have yourself a good day. I used to assume you guys all like all play the like the piano in the family room and, and she sings. That's, that's oh no. Saying. No, no, no. My mom my mom's very loving, very nurturing and stuff like that, but at the same point it's like it's honestly it's me. I as a kid I love to uh make voices or even like interpret like certain things and I fucking love doing that off and on. Yeah. Not wrong with that. Not wrong with that. But um, okay. Well, this is baffling me because I thought this was like a common thing, but the, the Smokies match to a thing. Because like the other day, like I, I said to my parents about it, my dad's like, yeah, like when you're a kid, you like you get the mashed potatoes, you get the Smokies, and okay. you like with the, on the tray, and you put the uh, 
the Smokies in the mashed potatoes like a, and make it like, like candles and a birthday cake. What the what? Candles yeah. and a birthday cake? What? Yeah, yeah. You, the Smokies are the candle. The mashed potatoes is the cake. You put okay. the Smokies in the mashed potatoes and boom, you got a cake. Oh. And it's, it, was okay. like, it's, it, it was a highlight of my week in my, my, 20, my 20s. Anyways, uh, no, I'm kidding. Like when I was a kid. Uh, um, okay. But my dad's like, this is like, yeah, like. Because I was like, I, I, we were trying to think of a, like an easy, quick, easy meal to make. And I'm like, well, let's go up store and get mashed potatoes and some Smokies. That'd be easy. She's like, Courtney's like, what? I'm like, mashed potatoes and Smokies. She's like, okay, cool. And I'm like, all right, well, whatever. That was weird. So I got them. And I, uh, uh, she's like, went to go put them in the slow cooker with barbecue sauce. I was like, whoa, what, what are you doing? <laughs> she's like, I'm going to make a barbecue sauce. No. It's like, well, how do you cook? She had no idea. You just cook them on, you cook them on the stove. <laughs> it was baffling. <laughs> I'm like, what? How does he not know this? What? Am I losing my mind right now? Tyler, Apparently, I think... I maybe think, it's just me. Am I the crazy one? No, I don't think you're the crazy one. I think that uh, you had like a little family tradition or something with maybe something you used to do or something maybe with your parents or whatsoever and stuff. But I've never heard this before in my life. Fuck! You put Smokies inside the potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> the mashed potatoes and like, yeah. have like a little birthday cake. Yeah, and then you, you scoop them out and you, you eat them. Huh. Amazing. It was the only good meal at, at school, other than cheese bread day. The garlic huh. cheese bread. Oh, God. Garlic cheese bread. From, it's, it's probably ass now, but when you're a kid, <laughs> and the food's so disgusting there. It's like anything that tastes kind of like food is okay. But, um, fuck. I, I got some apologizing to do later. But I thought, I, I was like, you're crazy. You, what the what the fuck? I don't know. Okay, well then. There, there, that blew up my face. Um, other than that, though, I, um, we went to uh, GameStop the other day. I bought a... Another action, uh, 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 I don't know, statue, I guess. I don't know what the fuck to call them. Uh, a statue? Uh, a solid snake, actually. Oh, oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, it was cool. So it's like, it was like on sale. It was like normally it's like 90 bucks. It was on sale for 50 so I bought that. And I had like a bunch of like uh, like clothes and socks and shit that were cheap. So we, we bought a bunch of shit there. So that was cool. Uh, and what was funny was I was there. The guy's like, you know, you have like a bunch of games pre-ordered that have been out for a long time, and you have money down on them. And I'm like, I do. He started naming them off, like, oh, you have, uh, po- uh P- let's go Pikachu and uh, uh, Madden from three years ago and <laughs> Battlefield One. And I'm like, the <laughs> fuck? Why would I pre? Why would I pre-order some of these games? And then I remembered, like, a, a, a like a few years ago, I went in and like I sold some games. And they had like this deal. Every time you, for every game you sold in, they put a free five dollars down for you on okay. a, a game you're choosing. Basically, ways to get your pre-order games oh, and shit. No. So they put like you know, they would uh, put a five dollars down for you for every game you, you pre-ordered. So I'm I'm guessing these are like the games I picked to like pre-order and shit. Like I had like what was it? There was he's like one game I had ten dollars down on and it wasn't even in the system anymore. I'm like, okay. So um, yeah. So I looked it up. I had like fifty dollars in in like random games pre-ordered and I was able to pre- fucking pay almost pay off uh, I was like you know I was talking about like I was interested in that new Crash Bandicoot game but I didn't want to put the 60 yeah. bucks down 60 bucks right. is a little rich for it and I'm like oh well okay well fuck yeah I was starting thinking okay well I'll just get so I, I pre-ordered and paid off a uh, new Crash Bandicoot comes out in October so that's gonna be exciting right. and then uh, I went ahead and I did the digital digital pre-order for the new Tony Hawk game so hey there you go cover your yeah. bases yeah, it's only forty bucks, and that that also gives you uh, the uh, you get to play the demo in August. So that's the main reason you get to play the warehouse level. So I'm gonna uh-huh. check it out. If I don't like it, boom, I'll just cancel it. Not a big deal. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, 
pretty much what's going on with me. Uh, yeah, that, no, that, that was, I thought I had something else, but no, that's pretty much what's going on with me, Gables. Uh, but I'm still baffled by the whole smoke healing thing. I thought it, I, I, I thought everybody did it. This is news to me. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to call, make some calls and find out about this. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure about this. Uh, but um, moving on to uh, what this show is about, uh, video games. Um, decent amount of news going on this week, Gables. Uh, we're gonna start mm-hmm. off today's Sunday, so we're gonna start off with the big news that happened today. We had the uh, Ubisoft Forward, as they're calling it. It's basically like their direct, their state of play, um, their inside Xbox, whatever you want to call it. Um, so I don't know if we want to break this down one by one, or I could just cover everything and we'll just talk about it from a broad perspective. Um, Let's go ahead and discover one by one. Okay. Um, I'm not going to do this in any order. Um, eh, maybe I will. Let me see if I can find the order it came in. Uh, nope. No, there's no order. Uh, so the big thing, how it ended off, but it leaked a few days ago, and they, for, uh, PlayStation Hong Kong leaked it. PlayStation's like awful at keeping secrets, I swear to God. They're like the new Walmart Canada of keeping secrets. Like they, You can't trust them. But um, they, they leaked the Star Wars uh, Maverick game and all this, so... Uh, Far Cry 6 was a was a, a leaked out a few days ago, but they had the release date and everything. Uh, I think it's like I want to say February 18th or something right. like that of uh, uh, next year, uh, and it's gonna have uh, I can't, I'm not gonna be able to say it. I'm gonna butcher his name again. Gian Carlo Espiastio. It's he's the bad he's he's uh, the bad guy Gus from Breaking Bad uh, is the main villain in this game. Uh, we didn't get any gameplay or anything. It was just a very it's like a, about a four minute uh, scene of him with the with the child and the rumor is is that's Voss from Far Cry 3 so this might be a prequel to uh, to uh, Far Cry 3 um, but uh, I don't know Gables what's, what's your excitement level for a, a new Far Cry game after that trailer I'm very interested honestly I can see the comparisons people are making in terms of Voss in comparison to the kid in and of himself Hell, there's even, like, that freaking scar, like, right over that birthmark, right over the eyebrow, like Voss had from Far Cry 3. Yeah. Not sure if it's 100% certain, but at the same time, there was enough intrigue in regards to Far Cry 6 to where I want to know more about it, because the concept of it seems pretty cool, in my opinion. I am invested inside that concept. Yeah. Um, I'm at the same level with you, but I I realized later on, like, I was sitting watching it like i was like i got chills i'm like oh fuck yeah but it's because i love breaking bad is one of my favorite probably three or four favorite tv shows of all time and um he's one of the best characters in that show he's one of the best villains in tv history um so it's like he's so good at being a bad guy and it's just like oh man i just want to kill this guy already <laughs> it's like just two minutes we have with this guy i'm like I, I just want him to die and um i don't but my my thinking after a while i'm like well fuck that's like i mean they're really good at making bad guys and it's like Voss was was like awesome like when Far Cry 3 came out it wasn't when that came out that was like the first of its kind of that kind of game yeah um, you know so that's that was the excitement for that one but it's like Voss ended up being the, the thing that everybody talked about later on but then it's like 4 with uh, I think it was Yang is how you say his name uh, like Yang same, Min he was Yang Min I think something like that yeah and then like Far Cry 5 with the family it's like they've always uh, done a good job of selling you on these bad guys but it's like the Far Cry 4 the bad guy was okay um, he was he was better than most bad guys in games, but I just didn't love him in that way, like I did in three. I thought five was like that family. I just I didn't care for. It. They were okay, but it's just like my main issue with the game was the game itself. I didn't find it 
all that fun. And it was just like doing anything in that game was just a bitch to do because you're constantly being stopped when like when you're on a you're on a mission, not just the mission the game gives you, but like you have a goal that you want to do in this game, and it's just like you're constantly being stopped from doing that thing. It just became frustrating. And it's like I also didn't realize how many fucking Far Cry games we've had in like the last eight years since 2012. We had three, Primal, four. Uh, we've had uh, uh, Far Cry Five, and then we had the uh, Far Cry game from last year that was like after New Dawn. Yeah. New Dawn. Yeah. So it's like we had. So this would be the sixth Far Cry. Far Cry. Far, I can't talk Far Cry game, and just over eight years. So it's like I haven't played all of them, but it's just I want to. I need to. Like I love that idea, and like it's definitely a great selling point. They're really good. Like I said, they're really good at selling these awesome bad guys. And if it is Voss as a kid, that that's cool too. But it's like. I want to see what this game is. I need to see this game. I need to see, you know, if if they're changing things up, if it's more of like what we're used to from Ubisoft, like what's this, what what is it outside of the bad guy? What's going to make me like want to play this game? Like like I said though, like having Gus in there is a great selling point for me, but uh it makes it very tempting, but I just yeah, I want to know what what what's different about Far Cry cuz I think right. When it, 5 came out, I think a lot of people like it was one of my most disappointing games, I think, of 2018. I want to say, and um, I think a lot of people came out that same, that felt that way when it came out. It's like, yeah, the bad guys are awesome, are pretty good, but they're like it, the rest of the game is. Mm, it's like you, if you played a Far Cry game, you've you've done that already. So, I don't know. I mean, what what, what I guess what's your like history with the Far Cry games? History with the Far Cry games. I've tried out Far Cry Three, and I've also tried out Primal. However, I've never really, I've never beaten a Far Cry three, uh, like a just a Far Cry game in general. Yeah. I have Far Cry three downloadable on the PS4. I, I think I have the 360 version, honestly. So, yeah. here's the thing, though. That's the game. If I'm gonna go and pick anything in regards to playing a Far Cry game at this moment in time, it's gonna be three, and it's going yeah. to be all the way through. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I think Far Cry three is like less than five bucks on PS4 right now. So. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's pretty badass. But I don't know. I, I'm definitely it's a it's a wait and see approach for me with uh, Far Cry Six. I'm, I mean, they did. Oh, they also announced there's gonna be a Ubisoft Forward. Uh, there's gonna be a second one sometime later this year. No idea when, but just sometime this year. Uh, the next thing we got shown off was uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We actually got real gameplay this time, not the thing we got promised in uh, uh, back in May for the third party Xbox event. Um, but it leaked the night before that it's coming out November seventeenth. Uh, which is uh, two days for Cyberpunk, um, but it's coming to everything, even Stadia at launch. Um, so yeah, w- I mean, you you got some gameplay on this one, Gables. Where you, where you at with the uh, uh, new Assassin's Creed Valhalla? Gameplay sort of reminded me of something very similar to uh, past Assassin's Creed games. Obviously, some of the biggest influences I'm seeing is from Odyssey, from the vibes that I'm seeing. Yeah. But uh, in regards to certain moves, certain aspects of Valhalla, there are some things I do like about it. But there were some... It looks like, to me, it looks like they borrowed heavily from For Honor in terms of Hmm. certain conceptual things, like certain... Not just certain stances, but certain attacks. Because I can recognize some bits of what I played for For Honor earlier on this year. And it really felt like, even with the the whole Norse... Norse mythology like setting in that regards that they're they may wanted to try to implement something from that series onto Assassin's Creed. But yeah, there was some attacks and some things where it kind of that means like 
what, am I watching Assassin's Creed or am I watching a, <laughs> an evolved form of For Honor here? Because some of the combat moves I kind of felt were very similar. But that ended there once I saw a whole bunch of uh, other things. I did like the idea that when you're exploring throughout the environment, you're going to come across random bosses. That mm. boss battle that uh, you see with one of those uh, one of those sisters, those witch doctor like sisters or something, where you see you see her fight this boss right and using all this poison as an illusion and all that other stuff. It was very atmospheric for a boss battle. I liked that. I liked the idea that you had this epic boss battle out of nowhere there really wasn't too much of a build-up in regards coming to there but at the same point i thought it was i thought it was interesting that you can have those type of moments when valhalla i also like the fact that they are going back to what made assassin's creed 4 bearable in terms of like uh when you were riding from place to place on the ship you know with the reintroduction of uh, some of your crewmates will sing songs or tell stories in regards to in-between moments and stuff while you're transformed from one place to another. I like that touch. I thought that the whole aspect of their quote-unquote rap battles was kind of perplexing. And at that point, <laughs> just kind of, kind of off the wall. Like, okay, what the fuck is this? And why, and why is it that I'm that invested in in seeing how this is going to progress you know <laughs> so what was your what was your uh, opinion when you saw that where they initially you chose these lines and verses and they initially titled them as rap battles i don't, I don't know man I, I feel like seeing that and seeing everything i feel like we're just throwing shit in this game and seeing what sticks you know uh it definitely could be a, like the rap battle whatever you want to call it thing could be fun could be cool but this is i i don't know man i have a lot of mixed emotions about the new Assassin's Creed, but i feel like i'm that way every time with the Assassin's Creed, and i've been very it's been very hit or miss for me about whether or not i'm going to be really into it like looked at like uh, origins i was excited i was actually excited to jump back into Assassin's Creed game because it's been a couple of years right i had a bad string of luck uh there with unity and what was the one after the the london one with the twins i can't remember what that one's called but um like it was just like eh, it was okay Assassin's Creed dreams eh, it, was, eh, it was very good but origins came out it was new it was different but i didn't really care much for the setting um or the the main character then odyssey came out blew me away but my main issue with that game was it was there was too big and there was too much shit going on so it was kind of like ocd anxiety for me where it's just like i i felt like i had that need to like tackle everything if finally i had to just like i needed i had to sit down and just uh, power through and beat the main game um and this one's gonna be excuse me smaller than uh origins which i'm happy about but uh i don't know i just i i feel like the more this game companies like we more more we make these the more bigger they make them the open world part of it they make them it's like we lose the assassins part of assassin's creed in a, in a sense where it's like i i liked odyssey and like i said i didn't really care much from origins but it seems like the further we go the less assassin's creed it is like yeah we still have the you know the the knife and the or the blade like the hidden blade and all that but it's like like we're, we're like i don't know i just like the thing that i loved about assassin's creed was the assassin part and it's like it's still there to a certain extent but 
Um, and I feel like they need, they definitely need to make changes to the overall franchise, and you know because it was very like the the mission styles got very very repetitive over time. But as I don't know, I'm not the biggest fan of where like the franchise is is going in it so far. Like I like, but I mean, it's super for me to say because I loved Odyssey. But it's like I loved Odyssey the game, not so much the Assassin's Creed part of Odyssey. You know, if that makes any sense. Like it could have been, it could have been called Odyssey, and I I would have really enjoyed that game. But um. I don't know. I, I it, it's really gonna depend on that main character. Like I, I loved, um, like the I what's what's I forgot the female's name, but I picked her. You know, I I picked her in the uh, Odyssey. I, she was a great character, and I, I was interested in the story. And they had a decent actual main story, but it's like I want to know more about. I think it's Igor's his name. Is it Igor? I'm th- or Icor? I can't remember. I can't remember what the name that that guy is, or girl. Um, I don't know. I just. But it's like the, the thing I didn't like about the main the main thing I didn't about Odyssey was like the big battles. It just felt like kind of like stupid and like kind of uh, tacked on. And it seems like that was like their big selling point in this gameplay we got was the big battles stuff. And I understand like that, you know, it's it's easy to sell people like that. You know, they show them like all these big battle situations. It looks badass, it looks cool. But it's like you said, like the full honor. It reminds you full honor, and it's like that stuff. I'm not sure I like too much. It's like that's not necessarily what I want because that's not really the strong point of. The Assassin's Creed game is the combat. It's not like the hand-to-hand, like direct combat is not the strong suit. It's better than what it was for sure in the older games, but it's not the, the strong suit of that game for me. But um, I don't know. I mean, did you look at this? Do you think you might this might be a game you pick up this year? Or is this something you're going to take the wait-and-see approach on? This is definitely a game I'm going to be waiting and seeing before I initially bite the bullet and buy it. I did like a lot of what I saw from it, but at the same point, at the same point, I kind of feel like I kind of feel like that this is more of the same in regards to say what Assassin's Creed Odyssey was doing. But because I have Odyssey that I still have yet to play, I want to go through that first before I want to invest inside of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So who knows? Yeah. Maybe, maybe a few months after the game releases. Maybe who knows when? But. Uh, it's just a game that's not on my top priority list right now. Yeah, I, I this could definitely be like I mean, like I said, like um, you know, like it. There's, I loved Odyssey, but I didn't love the Assassin's Creed part of Odyssey, and I feel the same way about you know this one. But um, so what I've seen so far, but it's like if it comes out, and there's great reviews are great, and I like what people are hearing. It's definitely like a game like normally like Odyssey, a game I had I didn't have any interest in because of Origins, and you know the the past Assassin's Creed games, but. The, the reviews what people were saying is like completely turned me around and I went out and bought it but I loved it but um the biggest uh issue for this game is the fact it comes out two days for cyberpunk and it's like right now it's like yeah that's that's a that's a deal breaker right there I'd much rather get cyberpunk than Assassin's Creed Valhalla if it's like two days apart yeah like these those are gonna be two massive games that are gonna take up dozens of hours so it's like cyberpunk I mean there's not much that can that we know of right now that could debunk uh, Cyberpunk for me as like top priority for that time period. Unless there's like Metal Gear Solid 6 that we don't know about or like Spider-Man comes out at that time. It's like that's going to be like for gaming wise that's going to be my main priority. So um, yeah, I don't know. But like so wait and see. That's definitely, I mean if it comes out and the people reviews are good it's definitely a game I'll pick up later on down the road. Maybe like after if I beat Cyberpunk that I'll, I'll pick that up and it might be cheaper then. But uh 
it's it's yeah like i said it's not top priority but uh, i'm hopeful i like i would i'd love it for that be cool because i love that that world and that style um the norse mythology stuff like that is something i like a lot so i'd be i'd be, I'd be okay having more of it but um next off was shown was a uh, hyperscape which was also because ubisoft is like they have a, they're a goddamn like sinking ship um right now um with the shit going on in, in their corporate office but also with when it comes to keeping secrets uh, because there's holes everywhere like like every, we know everything like we knew about Assassin's Creed Valhalla a year and a half ago um, and this leaked out like two weeks before it was supposed to be like shown off and I guess people have been like people in the industry have been, have been playing it quietly um, for previews and then there was a you can like watch streams about a week ago um, but this is a Ubisoft's um, version of a battle royale uh, it's I mean, it's now an open beta but it's on PC only uh, as of today um there's a it looks more like a fast-paced punk style like you have like you have all kinds of weapons you can use there's like abilities like you can use like a bouncy ball or you can uh, you can slide um you have like like you have uh uh god what's it called like uh, the 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 jetpacks and you have like abilities you can use you can jump up uh, buildings and uh things like that but uh i don't know i it just seems like it looks like it's a cool a different style attempt at a uh um, Battle Royale game and it's, 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 every, every all the big companies have theirs, so it makes sense that Ubisoft has theirs now. But uh, I don't know, I'm, I check them out a little bit. I played a little bit of Apex. I got into Fortnite for a little bit. I tried PUBG. Um, just I mean, but like, I'm not an online shooter kind of guy. Um, I know you you are a little bit more than I am to a certain extent. But uh, uh, do you foresee yourself jumping into start checking anything out like this at all? That was the part of this conference where I tuned out. I was not interested in anything that they were showing in regards to it. <laughs> yeah. To be honest with you, I've already seen a bunch of different games similar to this style. And on top of that, I don't see myself investing any time in it. Yeah, me neither. I mean, even when it comes to consoles, I I, I might download it. I might play it just to check it out when it first comes out. But I don't foresee... I don't... That, I mean... Like I said, I'm not an online kind of guy and don't really get into the Battle Royale stuff very much, but I don't, it definitely, like, if I wanted to, like, jump into one, like, that one with the abilities, like, that one would, it makes me more interested than, like, a Fortnite or a, uh, like, a Apex when they, when, like, I seen those first come out. It's like, I don't know about that, but, I mean, if I were, if I were looking at all threes came out on the same day, like, this might be the one I was more intrigued in to check out right first or, like, you know, like, Warzone or something like that, but. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't see myself jumping in and putting any real time into it. Um, and then we had um, Watchdog Legions, which was originally supposed to come out, um, I believe, in February of this year, but it's now being, it's now coming out October 29th of this year. Um, we got a pretty long gameplay s- session of it. Uh, it shows off uh, more playable characters you can use and different ways you can go into a, a building or a situation and how you can tackle it, whether you want to go undercover or go in guns blazing or be stealthy or um use um tech or whatever you they showed you like how to handle this situation in multiple different ways um i don't know i mean i i i thought watchdogs one was 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 a good first step for what that franchise was i've talked about before and it's like i liked i liked the the idea of the game the game itself was okay but like watchdogs 2 i loved and um the more i see this the like as of right now, I uh, 
I don't, I just don't like, I don't, I'm not sold on the idea of having to recruit people. It's something I hated. Like we, it's like that, those Assassin's Creed did it too, where it's like after like the, like the third one, like you had to start like recruiting, um, like people, you know, assassins and your group. You didn't have to, but it was a part of the game you can do. Um, I just didn't like that idea. And like this one, it's like, but you still played as Ezio and like this one, like you, you play as all these different characters and each one has different abilities and, and stuff like that. It's just like, I don't know if that's something if they like I necessarily want to do, especially if they have like their own like skill trees and shit like that. It's like I don't really want to do that. Um, you know, it's like that's not something I, I really look forward to, enjoy doing. Um, but I don't know. I mean, you you played the Watchdog games too, Gables. What's what, what's your thoughts on Watchdogs Legion? Honestly, I haven't played anything in terms of Watchdogs, but oh, I thought you played the first one. No, I never played the first one. Oh, okay, honestly. I thought you did. Okay, nah, but. Uh... With the gameplay that we initially saw from Ubisoft today, I like the aspect of the different variety of how you can complete a mission. Recruiting, we don't know exactly how that's going to play out. We don't know whether or not the skill tree is going to be in regards to each individual person or if it's a general skill tree in regards to specific types of categories of operatives you get in regards to... Say one of them's a hacker class, the other one is like a melee class or something, or one is completely like like a spy class or whatsoever. Those type of operatives. If it's skill trees in regards to that, I'm fine with. But if it's sort of similar to how previous games, say like a Metal Gear Portable Ops, where you have specific people that you can recruit, but they only have incremental little upgrades over the last person that you go through. I mean, that shit I'm not a fan of. And I hope that's not the case with uh, Watchdog Legions. However, from what I saw, it's it seems okay, but I have not seen anything so far about Watchdog's Legion is going to concrete get me to buy it day one. When it's yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you on that. It's like, you know, but it's like I, I have the same kind of feelings about all like the big three games to show off Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed and Far Cry where it's just like I'm not sold on them but I'm also not like shutting the door on them either where it's like I want them to I want to want these things I hope they're I hope they're good and people enjoy them and I hope I can enjoy them as well but it's just like what I've seen from all these it's just like I'm not a fan of but I, I think more for me than general is just like they're different style of games but it's like they're all the kind of this, the same game though where it's like we know the Ubisoft style. Yeah. And I think it's more of me being burnt out on the Ubisoft. Like, at first, like, you talked to me, like, the beginning of when we started doing the show seven years ago. And, like, for the first few years of the show, it's like, I was, like, almost turning into a Ubisoft fanboy. It was, like, anything they made, I loved. Any, like, the new, I was, the new Assassin's Creed, the new Far Cry, the new Watch Dogs. Like, I always look forward to them. And because I love that style. I think it's also because, like, a lot of other games have copied that style as well. Um and found better better ways of, of using it and then expanding upon it and growing it. And it's like, I feel like they're a step behind of like what they used to do. Um, and they did a good job of changing things up and, and making things a little bit different, but it's like, I'm not, I just find that other people have, have taken their style and done it better and changed it for the better. Yes. And it's like, I mean, I, I hope I really am like, you know, I always talk about like, uh, um, like you know, because uh, extra life is the first Saturday of November. I think it's like November fourth or fifth this year. Um, and Watchdog Legions comes out on October 29th, and that's the first thing I thought. Of. Like, oh man, I hope I I want. I mean, 
for for extra life too i'm just like i mean that i hope this game comes out and it's good and people like it and I, I like the idea of it because then i would that'd be like that'd be the perfect extra life game where it's like i've had multiple extra lives where it's like i played assassin's creed or i played a watchdogs game or i played like uh or you know a, not far cry i guess but like i played you know a lot of ubisoft games i've killed good chunks of my extra life for me multiple extra lives for me so i look at that as like potentially being my extra life game but I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, I need to see what other people are saying about it. Like, there's like there's some previews out there now. People that um that come out after the event. I haven't looked at those and we'll see what people are saying about them. Um, but I feel like if it's more of the same or I expect it's going to be, I'm not. It's. I mean, maybe if more of the same for Valhalla, and they and it's. I don't know. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I guess I really don't know what I want from these. Like, I, I think that's what I want. Is like. I want something a little different. Like I, they they have some good concrete ideas, but I want them to, to you know, make some foundational changes and upgrades um, for the better for their games, and maybe not be so samey. Um, I don't know, but that was pretty much the, the bulk. Of the well, there was the Brawlhalla thing, and there's that um, Tom C- Clancy's like Ghost. I don't know what the fuck it was called. What they had a uh, Splinter Ghost Cell. The, yeah, whatever. Yeah, for the the mobile game. But that was pretty much it. That was the whole event. It was about like 45, 50 minutes. What was it? I don't know. I guess we pretty much already talked, like in a broad way, talked about. It, but I mean, what was your overall thoughts coming out of it? Kind of boring and, and expected, to be perfectly honest with you. We already knew what games were going to be shown. I mean, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We already knew that was going to be shown. We already knew that Watchdog Legions was going to be shown. Their their whole Fortnite esque. You know, battle royale game Hyperscape. really wasn't too impressed. Yeah, plus the whole aspect of there being a Splinter Cell mobile game was lukewarm at best. Honestly, if I had to give it a rating, it probably would have been like a six out of ten. <laughs> yeah, I think um, my main issue is like it, it kind of felt like an EA Play in a sense, where it's like every year we know what we're gonna get from EA Play or EA's event, but we always like, oh man, what if they have this? What? We always hype, but it's like anything we get, like it's like. And Nintendo announces the direct, and they're saying we're only going to talk about this. But it's like, but what if they don't? You know, and like we always, huh. they'll like even with the thing they had earlier this week about the, like, hey, uh, was it Way Forward is going to announce their, their first to them time making this for this franchise? And everybody's like, it's Metroid, or it's you know, it's it's Star Fox, and it's like, no, it's a third party game. And everybody's like, oh my god, what if it's this? And they try to like keep everybody's like hype tempered. And we still went crazy and it turned out to be a Bakugan. Is it a Bakugan game or whatever? It's a Bakugan game. Bakugan, which, no, honestly, no. that's a clear example of fans overhyping them fucking themselves. Yeah, but I, I feel like <laughs> it's just like, it's kind of like Nintendo has an issue sometimes with that too, though. It's like they hyped up the Pokemon event a couple weeks ago and it ended up being that MOBA game. It's like, that's, that's on true. you. That's on you. Yeah. That's not on us. That's on you. You know, like you guys fucked that up. Um, in that case, I kind of felt with the whole Pokemon thing, that was definitely on Nintendo. But in this case where... They have the Paper Mario Origami King stuff and then have WayForward showcase a third-party game that they're creating that they've worked on now for the first time with that Baku Konga. I thought fans set themselves up for failure on that one. Yeah, personally. yeah. I, I, I Probably, yeah. But it's... And especially when they came out and they like, said later, no, it's the third-party thing. They like, had to was... come out because people were thinking that it was a first party game <laughs> yeah but i mean that's also they probably should have came out right away and said that instead of like hey they're making a exclusive game for us and it's like oh my god what if it's this and i mean 
they could have worded that better too. But going back to the Ubisoft thing, where it's like, like I said, I feel like it's very much like a UB, like an EA Play thing. But you get hyped and you hope it's something more. And it's like, like the thing, like the, my problem is like the things I was hoping would be there. Like, like the thing I'm most interested in from them is like Gods and Monsters, which isn't even called Gods and Monsters anymore. Uh, the the Breath of the Wild ripoff game they 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 teased last year, and it's like that was supposed to come out at the beginning of the year of this year and quietly got delayed and we haven't heard anything since other than stadia accidentally released a demo on their service for like an hour like a month ago and it's like it, it came out it's not even called gods and monsters anymore there's a bit of gameplay out there it's pretty much like a, a straight rip off of breath of the wild which i'm okay with because i i really enjoyed breath of the wild um but like i, I think it was like the th- I, I was hoping i think the issue we have with the same thing with the a play where it's like you know we're gonna get these but you're hoping we get something else too and it's like, I don't know. I I think I enjoyed this more than EA Play because I'm I have hope for the games that they've shown off here. Like we actually got games shown at this where like EA Play was just like, hey, we got more Apex coming and here's some more Sim stuff and here's some um, art from these games that are coming soon and also skates happening, but it, we haven't even put a team together yet. And it's like we actually got these games are coming out all fairly soon in the next six seven months, um, and some are out today. And, you know, it's like, so there, there's a little more to that. And it's like all three of these games, the, the three big ones they showed off were like, there's, these could be fun. These could be good. And like, I hope that we, we, these are good games, but I don't, I'm hoping I'm more hopeful for, uh, the, uh, their Ubisoft forward later this year. And I'm still holding that hope that we get the, uh, Mario plus rabbits too. That's, that's the ultimate dream. Gables. It's going right. to happen. It's got to happen. Right. Am I crazy? Yeah. Corny just said yes. But thank you also oh Courtney by the way he, he had never heard of the Smokey and the Mashed Potato thing either see I knew that was really annoying don't do it it'll make you sick she got diarrhea from it oh so. my god <laughs> <laughs> well that's okay. well, that's fine I guess I'm not editing <laughs> not it out not <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna make it the title of the podcast Courtney got diarrhea uh, no yeah, I, I, won't, I won't do it <laughs> She'll hurt me. Help me. Um, strange mud. <laughs> strange mud. That's a good title. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, just give, give me it. God damn it! Like that game was awesome. It's still the best Switch game, Gables. I don't care what anybody fucking says. It's the best Switch game. It, Clubhouse. Shut up. Shut your mouth. Oh she said it was terrible. I don't know if she's talking about the Smokies or, or Mario Plus Rabbits, but it's both both of them are blasphemous yeah. statements. Um. Hey guys, Tyler here. So we recorded really long, so I decided to split this up into two episodes. So obviously this part is out now, and check back out in a couple of days, and we'll have the second part of this where we talk about uh, everything else I've been gaming this week, all the Xbox news, uh, some Nintendo stuff, and then uh, Gable's finally played Last of Us Part Two. So we'll check back out in a couple of days, see what he says about that. Thanks guys, bye.